Contact Center Focus, the Reality Training Podcast. Hello, welcome to a CCF. Bobby, I'm going to start with a question because this whole mm-hmm. episode is about questions. Yeah. What is your favorite type of question to ask somebody? That's a really good question. And because you've asked me a good question, I have naturally engaged my brain and my imagination and my memory is flying back through time to try and think of times when I've either asked a question or been asked a good question. I think my favorite type of question to ask someone is one that gives me the response. Hmm, that's a good question. So it's something that makes that person think. So for example, it might be when you and I go out for a curry of an evening when we're uh, traveling away from home. And I say, are you really going to order another Danzac? And you look up and you think, that's a very good question. Am I really? No, do you know, I'm not. And then you sort of go into this wonderful world of discovery um, with the waiter and with the menu. So in that case, are you going to order another Danzac is a challenge with a closed mm. response, but you don't get a closed response. No. You lay down the gauntlet with the closed question. Absolutely. Well, with you, it's a different ball game. I know who I'm dealing with. But the point mm. is that I think sometimes any question that gives us pause, that makes us think, hmm, That's a good question. That's a great question. Mm, mm. So the reason we're talking about this today is we do lots and lots of training on questioning skills, especially for contact centers. It is one of the most important things you can learn. And the reason we're going to focus on it today is because all of us who work with and in contact centers must understand that we are creatures of habit. And so we're going to be used to asking the same questions or the same types of question day in, day out, call after call. And what's really going to make us successful is to understand the different types and then to be able to adapt and change and improve those questions. That's going to make us successful. Now, some of you will know what you're already doing and you just can't stop yourselves. It's like a sort of habit. So Let's deal with the habits that we hear the most often, which are people who say do, are, and have all the time. Mm, Bob, mm. can I ask, do you have uh, another vehicle in the house? Yeah. Wasn't that such an amazing question? Are you based at the same address <laughs> as you were last year? Guys, is really good, isn't it? Mm. And can I ask, have you got any dependents? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Are these lovely <laughs> questions? Now, we know, and you know too, listener, that you could say, what other vehicles do you have at your house? But somebody's encouraged you not to ask that because they might say, well, I don't have any others. And so you go, I'll just go back to saying, do you have any others? Or you'll have a form on the screen, which is a tick box. Mm. So it's much easier for you to ask a closed question to get yes or no to fill in the form. But that is not going to help you to sell. Do you remember when we helped a small contact centre that did divorce Mm. law? (laughs) They had a form with about 25 questions. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm ringing in. Okay. Ringy ring, ringy ring. Hello, divorcios. (laughs) Oh, hi. Uh, Yeah, I've seen your your signpost at the side of the road. The one saying your bridge over troubled water. That's it. That's it. Divorcios, yeah. yeah. That was um, was one of Bob's slogans that they never adopted. (laughs) That's correct. Completely true. Brilliant, brilliant. Now, the reason I'm ringing is I, very sadly, I think I've reached a point where I might need to have a divorce. uh, A full divorce or a divorcio. 
<laughs> I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure of the distinction. Well, in, anyway. the, in the US, we have divorces. No, thought. Well, what I'm going to do is just ask you a series mm. of questions. Is that all right? Okay. And yeah. then we'll try and pay you with the right, right lawyer. Okay. Okay. So do you want to keep the house? <laughs> yes. Okay. Do you want the children to live with you or to live with the spouse? Oh, God. I want them to live with me. Uh, you can see where we're going just by question two. Yes. They had a list of closed questions. By the end, I think oh. the person, conver- they came to us because their conversion rate was low. <laughs> <laughs> and by the end of it, the person really did not go anywhere near having any sort of support. No. Dreadful. No. Let's do it the other way now. Let's do it the other way. I'll, I'll be the I'll be the uh, the divorcio guy now. So ringy 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 ring. Hi, you're through to divorcios. Oh hi. I mean, you sound upbeat, but I'm really not. Um, I got a note on the kitchen oh. table this morning. I'm off with Fred, the plumber. Mm-hmm. He's been our plumber for twenty years. I can't believe it. Right. I mean, we always had problems right. in the house, but having them weekly, I hadn't really oh. caught on to it. And um, it's extraordinary. But that's that's not really <laughs> that's by the by. I imagine your plumbing's pretty good though. <laughs> Okay, that's by the by. Well, look, um, well, I'm so sorry this has happened and um, you've come to the right place. I'm not going to bombard you with questions here. I'm going to pay you off mm. with a really good person who can help you with this process here at Divorcios. Before I do that, I'm just going to mm-hmm. ask you a very, very broad question. What do you think would be the best outcome you're hoping for from this process? Right. Wow, I hadn't even got that far yet. Um, that we have joint custody of the kids and that she stays in the house because actually... Mm-hmm. That would be yeah. better. And I will move into yeah. my flat that I've got, which we've never sold. That would okay. be fine. Then the kids can keep the house. And that she doesn't quite, you know, take everything. <laughs> that's right. I guess I guess Fred will maintain. Maybe I'll ask him to do the plumbing in the flat for free or yeah. something. But that's, you know, that's that's me going into details. Well, at least then you know that her plumbing's going to be fine and the kids. Mm. So that's, that's, that's good, isn't it? <laughs> So you get the difference here. You can ask a series of dull, horrible questions, or you just ask a big, broad question, get the answer you want. But as a business, which is ultimately what a law firm is, you are then got a much better chance of that person going, well, that was a good question. That's got me thinking. And now I, now I need to get on with this. So we're going to do the next bit. You know, we're only, these are only about 10 minutes long, these sessions. So we just want to know a couple yeah. of other things. We know that you can use the what, how, where, when, which the one thing we would um, uh-huh. ask you to be very wary of is the why, because sometimes it's justifying things. Okay, Bob. So you say you want to. You say you want to cancel. Yeah, let, let's try that. So um, yeah, I do want to cancel. Yeah, I've had enough of this. Why? Why? Why do you want to? Why do you want to cancel? Because I, because I just do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, None of your business. More. Why? Just cancel it for me. <laughs> hey, just cancel it. I've said Fred to deal with. Now, this is the point that the word why is always emotional. You're always going to get an emotional response to it. Much better to say what has happened that's led you to this decision. Then I have to give the background. Otherwise, why is just... A fairly well-established plumber has run off with my wife, if you must know. <laughs> so um, so that's the, uh, that's the thing about why. Now, the other questions, of course, are open questions. And one of the best things mm. you could do in a contact center is develop really good different types of open questions that get the customer talking. And the good thing about that is rather than you suggest things and lead them towards something, which you can do sometimes, sometimes a good open question will help them realize they need something without you even having to talk about it. And that's the really good skillful element here. Now, there will be factual questions. We call these the nods. So it's needs, options, details. Anything that's a factual thing, you're going to need to ask that of every single customer anyway, so they won't change. But the open questions, and we like to call them compelling questions, they are the things that really get that customer thinking. And they go, "Mm, that's a good point. And within those questions, believe me, there's opportunity. 
So one more thing to really say, which is if somebody isn't ready to be asked the question completely, you can put a hypothetical frame around it to relax them. Mm. So if I say to you, Bob, so um, will you be looking to buy another car? Uh, no, no, no. Okay, not really there. So I just want you to imagine something that uh, it's not happening, but perhaps it could do in the future. If you were to buy another car, mm. what would be the earliest you would need to have that new car in your home? Well, actually, my wife's got a Mini. It's a great car, but it's slightly high mileage. We're going to give it to my son to learn to drive. And so I would say another year and, and we're, we're on it. Okay, about another mm. year. Okay. So I've got them to think in a relaxed state hypothetically mm. about a future situation, but I haven't actually taken them to that future situation now. You can definitely nice use one. these kind of things. Um, beware mm. of leading questions that you were just saying. Can we think of a, leading, a bad yeah. leading question example? If I was to find you a really low cost option, would you buy it? Uh, yes, I'd certainly look at it. Yeah, he's, Bob has led me to want to say yes. And you must avoid a Richard Maidley. So Richard Maidley, uh, for any foreign listeners, please don't bother to look him up. But he's a rather annoying British interviewer who has some annoying habits. And one of them is to ask multi-part questions. So let's, let's imagine Jeremy's ringing in let's to... Uh, let's let's go back to the divorce lawyer because I enjoy it. So ringy ring, ringy ring. Hi, you're through to Divorcio. Yes, pretty simple. I want to leave my husband. Okay, uh, very sorry to hear that. So I'm going to need your name, your address, uh, the number of years you've been married, and uh, and also need to know uh, the value of your house and any other investments and savings that you've got. Sure. Oh, and I also need to know dates of birth, and I need to do money laundering as well, so I'm going to need your passports. Uh, okay, you're going to have to break this. No, no, listen, there's a lot of stuff I need, uh, or we got. Sorry, are you Richard? Are you oh, Richard? really? You're Richard Maidley. Oh, uh, okay, because I, I do this all day long, and this is what we need every yeah, time. Yeah, that's fine, but there's no way I can remember them all. Um, can you just give me one of the Of course. Time? Yeah, actually, I'm not going to continue the call with you. I think you're a very average firm. So, here we are. Here's a great example of asking too many questions at once. Human beings love to answer one question at a time. They'll do that all day. If you give them multi-part questions, it drives them mental. The only thing you could do is you, you could say, okay, would you like A, B, or C? And then they go, um, I'd like A. But other than that, mm. do not ask them lots of questions that they have to think about all the different answers for. It's just too much. Yeah. Or if you want to debate, you can say, do you think women in business are A, better than men, B, worse than men, C, no difference at all. Then you can use that for a, a debating position. Okay. You might also get a response, why are we even bothering to debate that? That's very sexist. But uh, anyway, yes, that's a good one. Even discuss this. <laughs> Well, that's why I thought I'd throw it at you to see where you stood. So you immediately you immediately go to the sexist card. Interesting. Yeah, that's true, because it is. <laughs> um, now, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to um, CCF. Contest Centre Focus is one of our podcasts. The other one is Bob and Jeremy's Conflab. We'll be doing more of these in due course. But for now, practice developing great questions. Jeremy. Uh, I was just going to say, if you're here and actually you were looking for the combined cadet force, then we're very sorry. <laughs> see you on the next one. <laughs> Cheers. Bye. Bye. Thank you.